Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Travis Walker. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. The Extra Point Podcast is an opportunity for us to just share a few more insights, encouragements, challenges, exhortations from our text on the previous Sunday. And so just want to uh, remind us of where we were on Sunday. And then, yeah, just to share a few more insights, um, Holy Spirit promptings that we were given as presenters of the Word of God um, that we had to leave out based upon time or uh, just as we felt the Holy Spirit prompting us as we spoke. And so on Sunday was Mother's Day, and we shared from Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 20. So as we walk through our text, the whole book of Philippians, that's our current text this week. And it's primarily, just to summarize it for you, it's Paul writing a letter to the ch- uh, the people, the church in Philippi, and verses 12 through 20 are primarily uh, an opportunity for him to tell the people that love him, don't worry, but that, but rather rejoice. So he shares some of his circumstances that he about his imprisonment, and rather than putting the emphasis on his circumstances, the 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 difficulty, the trials he's facing, he puts the emphasis on the positive and the benefits of his imprisonment. And he shares primarily three things with them: um, that he, the gospel is going forward to the um, imperial guard and to everyone else. He says. He also says that the brothers are being um, more courageous or emboldened to share their faith. And then at the end of that, he talks about how there are gospel preachers and proclaimers um, that are speaking up because of his imprisonment. And he even talks about their motive and kind of wrestles with that a little bit. But Paul's emphasis is on the benefits of his circumstances and imprisonment. And then the end, he prays. He asks for the church to pray for him for continued courage. And so just an incredible text of of an amazing, spiritually humble man who is so grateful for the role he plays in the advancement of the gospel. And so we shared a lot about just personal and practical application of this text and how those things ought to be true of us as well personally. So in the Extra Point podcast today, I'd like to just share a few applications for the church corporately. Uh, So us as a local body, things that are good reminders for us and challenges for us from this text that ought to be true in our body as well. And so for those of you that are listening to this that aren't a member of First Family Church, I'd really encourage you to consider this and um, to make this a part of your local body and to continue to encourage your local body for that these things ought to be true. I'm going to share them in the negative just because I think it's helpful for us to hear these as warnings. And so I'm going to kind of share these as three cancers to a local church or three warnings or potential deaths to a local church. Just didn't want you to hear them as warnings and also as challenges. So the first potential cancer to a local church is a church that doesn't weekly preach the gospel. Paul in his text reminds about the beauty of that the gospel is being shared, that people are hearing about his faith in Christ, um, and the, the brothers are being encouraged and emboldened to share their faith. I think one of the things that a church has to faithfully do is to make the gospel front and center every single week in everything they do. I know this is true, a potential um, um, pitfall for some churches is, or pastors even, is to assume that the people that are gathering are all saints. And so they kind of move on from the proclamation of the gospel to more application or encouragement. And not that the Sunday morning service shouldn't be application and encouragement, 
but I think just a great sign of health in a local church is the constant, regular, weekly proclamation of the gospel, who Jesus is, what he did, and the results of those who believe in that good news. And so I'm so grateful for First Family Church. Every Sunday, we make the gospel the main thing in the songs we sing, in the preaching, and then also in our uh, regular taking of the communion elements. All three of those elements every week force First Family Church and the members of First Family Church to think about and consider and contemplate the gospel. We never want to move on from declaring the gospel on a weekly basis. That keeps the gospel the main thing and reminds our people to, in their regular week, throughout the week, to keep the gospel the main thing. So as you, no matter if you go to First Family Church or not, I want you to consider and to wrestle with the fact, is the gospel the main thing at your, at your church? If it's not, it probably won't be the main thing in the people's lives. The second potential cancer to a local church is for a church not to emphasize personal evangelism. I think sometimes just another potential pitfall or stumbling block for churches is for the members of the church to think that evangelism is the is the pastor's or elder's r- role. That's mainly something they do, right? They're the pay, they're the paid professionals. They're the seminary trained, Bible trained um, ministers, evangelists, and so they just assume that the heavy load of evangelism is going to be done uh, by the shepherds. And I do. I think that's a cancer to the church. You hear Paul just addressing the people and reminding them of of yes, his role in evangelism, but their boldness increasing to share their faith. And so as a warning or a challenge to, to all of us listening today would just be that evangelism, personal evangelism should be something that we all, all understand is our role and, and play our part um, boldly uh, in through our daily life is to constantly be sharing the, go- the, the gospel uh, daily. I also think just another potential pitfall in that area is that um, members of a church could think their role of evangelism is simply and only to just invite So throughout their week, they just tell people, hey, you should come to my church. I do think that's healthy and good, but that's not the role of the saints. The role of the saints is to, we are all heralds of that good news, of that good news. We are all to be proclaimers of what Christ has done for us. That is a symptom and a sign of a healthy church when all the saints know their role is to make disciples, to baptize, and to be heralds of the good news of what Jesus has done. That's a challenge to all of us, not just the paid professionals. And just the third potential cancer warning to local churches as we consider Paul's warnings in Philippians 1 is a church stops sending. I think as you walk through the book of Philippians, you the common theme that we've talked about this is the idea of partnership and the idea of raising up and training leaders and then sending people to plant more churches, to send missionaries, I think a thing that has to be in the forefront of churches and elders and, and boards and um, the congregants and small groups is the idea of, as we say at First Family Church, reproduction or multiplication or ascending uh, mentality. First Family Church wants to have eyes, all healthy local congregations should have eyes on the globe. For us to not hoard the gospel, 
but to be um, generous in our willingness to help the gospel get to the ends of the world. I think that's a sign of a church that knows the beauty of the gospel and the wonder and um, just privilege it is to be heralds of that good news is a church that sends. And so again, I'm just so thankful for First Family Church that in our 19 years, something that's been true of us is a high emphasis on missions and church planting. I love that those are normal conversations at our church. We do desire to do that regularly, but the very fact that we just talk about it, even in our small groups, about that idea of starting new small groups, that that's a normal conversation, I think is a sign of a healthy church. I think we want to be a part of what God is doing around the globe, not just in our city. And a way that we can participate in what God is doing around the globe is to be a church that raises up, trains, and sends, that we're generous with our people. We send them to other areas in our in our state. We send them to other churches that need help. And we send people to the ends of the world where the gospel is not as rapidly uh, rampantly available. I think that's just a sign of a healthy church. I think all these three things are mentioned briefly or, or alluded to in Paul's text in Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 20. And I just wanted to help us think through that a little bit as a church, as a local body, as a congregation. What does that look like in, inside of our church um, as true of the, the entire body? Um, where on Sunday we, we made it a little bit more practical. So that's just something I think the Lord has been challenging me on and prompting me to consider. Are these three cancers, are they, are they inside of our church at all? Are they something we're fighting? So just something for you to consider. I pray that you will um, consider these things, pray about these things, pray for our church or your church, that they would be constant and true uh, in our body and that just be true of our in our hearts as well. Thanks so much for joining us today for another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. We'll see you next week.